Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hola, welcome back to the show. Joining us now for our monthly conversation is Marissa Gillette, the chairwoman of Pura, our public utility regulatory authority. If you want to line up with calls and complaints about your electric bill, now's the time. 203-333-9422. Marissa, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Nice to talk to you, although I am thought about hanging up after that. Intro. Nah, you can't <laughs> hang up. You, can't. you know that you're in the hot seat. Meantime, you're acquiring exactly. such a lovely reputation. All my legislators come on all the time. And they all say such nice things about you. And it was interesting because I had Nord Meadleman on last week's uh, senator. Ah. For the first time, I got to know him, a Brooklyn boy. I was a Brooklyn girl. And um, we were chatting. And then I saw yesterday that he has this proposal that he wants to launch Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, two four-year terms for people to serve Mm -hmm. on Pura because he says that the regulators have gotten too cozy with those that they regulate. What do you think about that, Marissa? You know, I try to reserve comment um, on legislation until I see the full language. But at first blush, and speaking for myself, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure that that's a bad idea. Um, you know, I don't intend to if, – if the governor was happy with my performance after the end of this first term and he wanted to invite me back for another term, um, I think I'd certainly be interested, and that would be my second term. Um, but, you know, there's uh, there's always a time for fresh perspectives and um, new ideas. And, um, you know, I think there's a fair conversation to be had around um, not just term limits, but about the you know kind of concept of the revolving door and making sure that we're, um, you know, having good guardrails on both sides of the equation about who you're bringing in to be a commissioner, but also what a commissioner does, you know, after their service is over. So um, I think it's a, you know, it's a fair conversation to have, and it's not one that I would, um, you know, shy away from. And I think it's within his um, right as the chair of the committee with Cognizance to kind of raise that for conversation. Have you observed any kind of relationship between your co-commissioners and those that they regulate that you feel makes them a little too sympathetic to the utilities and not enough of a um, regulator on behalf of consumers? 
You know, I, I think um, uh, I think there are examples, certainly examples of um, regulators in other jurisdictions. There was a big, um, you know, brouhaha that even the FBI got involved in um, in terms of regulators in Ohio and um, conflicts that they had with their utilities there. So, um, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't cast aspersions at my colleagues in Connecticut, but I'd just say that this this isn't a theoretical conversation. And so I think it's, you know, one that's, um, we're serving the public and we're there to regulate these utilities. And um, I don't think we should have uh, any fear of having a conversation about, um, you know, the concept of regulatory capture and how we can all make sure that um, we're observing the correct ethical standards to get a fair conversation to have. Good. Good for you. We're chatting with Marissa Gillette. We've got one caller thus far, 203-333-9422. Carla, my, I think this is Carla from Westport. Maybe it's my Carla from Westport, but I'm not sure. Carla, hello? Is it my Carla? Hello, Lisa. Yeah, it's my Carla. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Carla. Hi. Hi. You're doing a great job, as usual. Miss Gillette, I think you're doing a great job, too. I have a question. Not too long ago, Lisa had, I believe it was a state rep, which is bringing a legislation to Hartford to alleviate some of the charges that people have on their electrical bill, which have nothing to do with their usage of the electricity. And if I remember right, please correct me if I'm wrong, he said there was something like $220 per household that was charged, which had nothing to do with the electrical usage. I think Carl is referring, Marissa, to um, Ryan Fazio, who was a state senator mm-hmm. from Greenwich, yes. who was proposing yes. that the taxpayers of Connecticut, as a budget item, take a few hundred million dollars a year and pay for charges that he said were charges on individual electricity users' bills that were not related to our usage. Now, I don't remember if it was $200 or so per bill, but I know that he said it was a whole bunch of money. What do you know about Mm -hmm. this? Sure. So it's a great question, Um, and it's one that we've spent, you know, I'm coming into my fourth year now, and one of my big priorities has been shining light on the costs that are in your rates because, I get the question all the time about why our rates are so high compared to other states. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And and the answer is there's no single reason. So I think we need to provide transparency into what are in those rates. And uh, Pura had a docket, um, which is how we do our work. And we reached a decision um, in July of 2022 that uh, we'll see a redesign of your electric bills to um, make it more transparent uh, what is driving those costs. And we're gonna put it into four buckets instead of the two it is right now, the supply versus delivery. And one of those four buckets is something that we would refer to as public policy costs, which I think are the costs that um, the Senator is referring to. And I wouldn't say that they're disconnected from electric service. Um, They certainly relate to, um, you know, electricity, clean energy, things like that but they don't directly relate to the delivery of electricity through poles and wires. So there's definitely um, a conversation to be had about whether these are um, public policy costs that should be borne in the budget versus being paid for on your electric bills. And there are things like 
um, energy efficiency programs that are administered by DEEP through the utilities. Um, there are things like providing arrearage management programs or safety nets for customers who can't pay for their bills each month. Um, there are things like paying for our clean energy programs like offshore wind and millstone. So those are the type of costs that we're talking about here. Um, and I'm familiar with the senator's proposal. Um, you know, frankly, I don't, um, as an agency head, take a position on what the right answer is here. My position simply is customers should know what are in their rates, and then it's up to the elected officials whether they think the right place to recover those is in the general fund budget or through um, ratepayers' bills. And I would certainly defer to what their judgment is on that. I have a question about those bills. So are those are those costs per household, or are they, in other words, are they $3 a house no matter how much electricity you use? Are they a percentage of your own electricity usage? How are these costs allocated? It's the latter. So um, what you're talking about here, there are two types of utility charges when you're looking at your bill. There's a fixed charge, um, and then there are what are called volumetric charges. So anytime you look at your bill, the majority of charges on your bill are volumetric, which means that there's a rate and it's multiplied by the kilowatt hours that your household uses. Interesting. And ba- okay. Yeah. So basically it's allocated to you on your individual usage. So if I have an electricity bill of $800, is it possible that as much as 200 of that could be these other charges? Um, so I think the estimate that the senator come up with about $200 was um, based on an annual uh, budget. But, you know, our okay. our best guess is that customers can see, depending on your usage, your monthly bill probably has anywhere between 10 and 20 percent of the bill is attributable to what you could loosely define as public policy costs, like the things that I was just referencing um, so you so it's significant. And- it's significant because it's- you could easily, in a winter, for a house of three to four thousand square feet, easily have an electricity bill of six to seven to eight hundred dollars. And what you're saying is, it could be one hundred and fifty dollars of that could be these other charges, which would be a break for the consumer right now if that charge was otherwise deferred. If that's the policy that the legislature wants to go with. Sure. So, um, you know, the average household uses 700 kilowatt hours a month over the year. That's an annualized number. But if you heat with electricity, um, and certainly in the summertime, if you have AC or you um, have other things that are big uh, energy users, your contribution to these public policy costs is going to be higher than, you know, someone like me who lives in a two-bedroom townhouse. So, um That is definitely going to depend on your usage. These are reconciling components, which means that the utility isn't pocketing. If if we all collectively contribute too much to the public policy costs in a single year because we used more than they were expecting, they're reconciling components, which means that you are then credited the over or under collection in the subsequent year. Um, oh, interesting. If that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're chatting with Marissa Gillette. Thank you so much, Carla. Do you want to ask Marissa anything else, or thank you very no, much? I, no, I'm very glad that they're working about drafting a bill which the consumer can understand exactly what's going on. Because I was mm-hmm. shocked. I never knew that my electrical bill had a hidden fee. 
mean, I, that has nothing to do with my consumer of electricity. So thank you, Miss Gillette, and thank you, Lisa. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. We're chatting with Marissa Gillette, the chairwoman of Pura. So I will tell you that on the next door networks and all the social media, people are now getting their Eversource bills in Fairfield County, and they're having sticker mm-hmm. shock. Are you getting a lot of complaints yourself, Marissa, because people don't know where to turn? Is your agency getting a lot of complaints? We do. Um, and, you know, people ask all the time how we handle these um you know, we're a small agency. I have exactly four people. So, F O U R four people. That's it. That are tasked with. That's it. That is ta- that are tasked with. Um, you know, addressing customer calls. And this is certainly not the only thing that we get calls about. And so we're trying to. Um, you know, our role here is to explain to customers um, what the driver of that January first rate increase was um, for the the supply issues, which. You know, as we talked about last month, is uh, really out of our hands as a deregulated product. But then we also make sure to take the time to explain to customers that they might choose to visit EnergizeCT.com and make sure they're taking the opportunity to look at whether there is a third-party supplier who may have a supply rate that is lower than standard service right now. Because you can switch at any time. It can take up to a billing cycle, but you're not locked in right now. So those Fairfield customers, everyone across the state, if you're served by Eversource or UI, should go to energizedct.com and check out the supply rates, see if they can get a better rate than what Eversource and UI are offering right now. You can enroll in that, and there's no cancellation fee. So if come July 1st, the standard service rates go down and they're lower than what the, um, the third-party supplier is offering you, you can cancel and go back to utility service. So... Okay, and is this something that you do with the push of a button, or does somebody have to go to your house and change a meter? Is this something that's done outside the four corners of your home, or is it something that someone needs to come into your home to do? It's a push of a button. So when you go to energizedct.com, you can look up the um, offers that that are um, being offered by the third-party suppliers. If you like one, you select it, you input your uh, account number, you know, your address, and then on the back end, the utility and the third-party supplier will process the transaction. And, you know, your next billing cycle, um, the change should become effective. And it has nothing to do with your meter. You don't have to leave the house. They don't have to come to you. 
it's it's a push of a button it's designed to be that way it sounds marissa gillette like you know something i don't know and i better go on energyct.com it sounds like you're trying to tell us that in fact there are these suppliers and we can save some money right now that's what i'm hearing Absolutely. So I did it myself. I did it in December. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, Constellation was offering a 13 and a half cent rate. So I've locked it in for my household. So starting January 1st, instead of paying 24 cents oh. a kilowatt hour for supply, I'm paying 13 cents, which is a cent. I still saw an increase because the standard service rate in the fall was 12 cents. So I saw a cent increase, but I did not see a double dramatic increase. Right. That that folks saw. Okay. So energize. So this is really the big news. So we have to go on energizect.com. Will it tell us, because I'm not able to multitask all that much as I'm talking with you right now. Will it tell us what we're currently paying if we're a UI or Eversource customer, and then will it tell us that there are cheaper ones there? Like, will it show us everything, or will it just say in a vacuum? Oh, it will show us. Okay, good. Good. It will. So you're going to go to energizect.com. Okay. There is a middle option that says supplier rate finder. Bill better be listening to me right now. He's the one that does this for the house. (laughs) We we, we have an allocation of division of labor in our home, and my husband does all of this. Okay. This is fantastic. (laughs) Energizect.com. All right. We'll take one more question. Marissa, will you take one more question? Absolutely. Okay, Chris from Stratford with a rate question. Chris, did you just hear that news? We have to go on energizect.com. Did you hear this? Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am and I will do it. Okay, my me question, too. Yes. But my question is, if my understanding is right, the rates were set in December for the next six months, I believe? That's correct. The supply rates. So your supply right. rates are procured for six-month chunks from January okay. 1 to um, June 30th and July 1 to December 31st. Right. Now, now, obviously, in December, we had a big spike in gas prices. Then they came down. Mm-hmm. Why is it that it's only adjusted every six months instead of just every month? I mean, it would seem to be you just punch a few numbers in a computer and it will be able to adjust every month. So when prices come down, the rate will come down. That's a great question. So one of the things that the legislature is gearing up to um, ask Pura to do is to take a deeper dive into this procurement process for standard service that the utilities do, um, which has been in place for about two decades. And we had our first informational forum. We did a joint forum with Massachusetts um, in early January as they also regulate um, an Eversource affiliate. And we're taking the time to understand how the other states in our region do this. But, um, you know, from what I can gather at this point, you're procuring electricity for upwards of a million customers and at a time. And what what the utilities are doing is they're going out to a competitive wholesale market and asking suppliers, will you commit to purchasing electricity um, and delivering it to these customers for a certain period of time? And so they are giving a price based on what their assessment is of what the risk and the prices are going to be for the next six months. And they're making a commitment that gets you through a six-month period chunk of time. We are not able to have what um, you're talking about, which is um, a rate that tracks, you know, in real time, a volumetric rate. Um, We don't have those here. And the risk that you would have that built into that would kind of the trade-off there is what you saw in Texas 
um, about a year ago with uh, Storm Uri, where customers were wholly exposed to the um, the competitive market mm-hmm. and saw you know upwards of a hundred thousand dollar bills um, in in some of those horror stories. So there are trade offs here about how you want to design the procurement processes, and I think the question is, um, do we want certainty um, and thus higher prices? Or do we want to lower rates and accept the volatility? Right. And that's a trade-off that it is we're going to have to work through. Yes. And, and most know, people – and you know what, Chris? If you're somebody who heats your house through um, heating oil, this is always something that my husband grapples with. But he is a pretty anxious guy, and he'd rather lock in a budget and know what it is rather than go with one of these companies that bills you at the market rate. And it is. It's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. It is. It always is. Every yeah. year, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You're betting. Betting against the future. You don't know. I understand. That was a very good explanation. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Marissa (laughs) Gillette, thank you so much for coming on our show this month. We'll see you in a few weeks. How's your family? Everybody well? They are. And, you know, my kids are getting out um, early at noon, so I'm going to rush to the bus stop. Go rush. Go be the mommy. Go (laughs) rush to the bus stop. Okay, Marissa. Marissa Gillette on the Lisa Wexler Show, the chairwoman of Pura. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.